Hi, new listeners. Welcome to Artifice, episode one. I'm so excited for you to hear my interview with Rebecca Fenton today. She and I met for the first time about two minutes before I hit record on this podcast, and we just had great chemistry right away. We talked about art and hustling and self-expression and all about the beautiful weirdness of our art professions. Rebecca is super creative. She's an avant-garde, edgy fashion designer under her own label, Haunted Head Fashion. She also makes and alters wedding dresses, which can be found at Alta Moda Bridal. And then, you know, she just also like casually flies helicopters. Excuse me. So cool. All right. I think that's all I have to say. Let's do this. Sometimes art feels like magic, pure, visionary, And sometimes it's brought to you in part by focus groups and algorithms. And the makers of art are no different. We're creatives, sure, but we're also salespeople. We need imagination and imitation. We need deep, meaningful connections, but we also have to network. Yep, even if you're an introvert. And that's my point. Balancing vulnerability with veneer is tricky, and it's a struggle we don't often share. So let's share. I'm Emily Merrill, and this is Artifice. This episode of Artifice is brought to you by Let's Make Art. The team at Let's Make Art understands that not everybody has the time and space to create, so they make it easy by providing paints, paper, tutorials, and inspiration for watercolorists of all levels. As a professional musician, I'm always needing new inspiration and new ways to explore my creativity. Let's Make Art helps me set aside time each week to work with my eyes and hands and give my ears a little break so I can get back to music feeling refreshed and re-engaged. To join the Let's Make Art community, visit www.letsmakeart.com and use promo code ARTIFICE, that's all caps, A-R-T-I-F-I-C-E, for 10% off brushes from now until May 1st. Yeah, but I just want to talk about kind of the crossroads of like, of art and business. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. I'm, I love things that are kind of multimedia yeah. and kind of collaborative. Um, I feel like it's, and I just feel like we don't do enough of it or maybe I'm not from Utah. So <laughs> I wonder sometimes if maybe part of it is for me, just that I, I just don't know that many people. Okay. Um, but, but the other thing I'm, I'm putting out an album this year that's um it's called masks and it's kind of just all about like I don't know the different ways that we kind of use costumes or something Mm -hmm. to either like tell like a true story about ourselves right or sometimes to like avoid a true story um and I I don't know I just I find that in that like for artists and I assume for like all types of artists that there are like weird combinations of those things yeah, I mean I would I would definitely say so. I think like art is a way for like really like introverted people to like you know express themselves but without actually having to engage. Definitely. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. Yeah, so and and it is it's a mask that you wear or like a a costume or a persona or Totally. And yeah. I think it changes. <laughs> like I I think it like I think it probably evolves like depending on what what kind of role you need to step into or like what you're doing. Um, I think this should be like more kind of right. You want to get closer to me? Yeah. You can pick it up and move it if you want like 
I so mean, it's, is that comfy? comfy so. Are you comfy? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, if you need it closer, let me know. microphones, if you talk into the side of them, they like make your voice kind of tinny. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, my um, voice is terrible anyway, but. <laughs> I do not think that's true. Um, so I'm really excited to talk to you because you're the first person that I've interviewed that I don't know already. <gasps> I know. So with some people, it's like, I know we've talked about this before, but, right? you know, so it's like a completely blank slate, which is really exciting. So, Very cool. So I think maybe the first thing that I want to do is just, Talk, like talk about like maybe I'd love to have kind of an idea of just what projects you're working on now or kind of like currently what does the balance of like things look like in terms of like art that you make that you you know where are you making money uh-huh. like just kind of what are what are the pies that your hands are in um so I mean the main bulk of what I'm currently doing is um wedding dress alterations cool so I actually work with a, a shop downtown and they send me a good majority of their clients and awesome. I do wedding dress alterations. So I would say that that's the moneymaker. Great. <laughs> and then um, I also do custom wedding dresses. And then I also have a line of wedding dresses that's coming out. So um, I have that. Um, again, that's that's the moneymaker. And that's there's a creative part of that. And I love it. And it's definitely... Yeah. It definitely gets me energized, but it's it's also not necessarily my art per it's se. It's not like the capital A art. Yeah. So one thing that I've kind of found in common with most of the people I've interviewed so far um, is that, I don't know, like, tell me if you think this seems like a like an accurate statement, but it's almost like, you know, if art is like a, a, a target, mm-hmm. you've got like your bullseye stuff mm-hmm. and then like everything around it is still it's still art. I mean, it's totally like, it's still in the realm of like, you know, everything you're working on that's kind of the money-making art is still kind of, you know, you're practicing your skills, you're Mm -hmm. getting ideas, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's all kind of like contributing to that same like bundle. Um, But I mean, do you think that's, do you feel that way? I mean, yeah, for sure. Like, especially like with, with what I'm doing with the wedding dress alterations, like I would never have the opportunity to fit slay as many body types as I do currently, or I wouldn't have as many like getting, because basically a lot of what we do is we, they pick a dress at the shop and, um, you know, we need to sometimes make it modest for, and so we, so we, we break down the dress and then we rebuild it. And so you get like a lot of different takes on what people like and what they don't like. And this is like, this is real time face-to-face interaction for me and then fitting different bodies and working with different dresses and different materials. So, I mean, for me, this is invaluable experience, you know, um, that I think contributes to when, you know, like when I'm doing my art, like now I have like a like almost like a framework or a structure sure. of how I want to like move forward and where I need to improve and where I need to like kind of work through, Yeah, you know, because I mean, fashion design is, is crazy because you're taking like a one dimensional object and making it three dimensional. Totally. And so, you know, there's a lot of like nuances involved with that. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that much about fashion design. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very curious about it, but one thing that, that, I'm interested in it about fashion design is I feel like it's definitely a fine art, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's for mm-hmm. sure a fine art, but it's so like enmeshed in like commercial, uh-huh. which I think music is like that too. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Th- I mean, I don't know that like painting is like that. 
Maybe. No, like, not not I terribly. Mean, I feel like they're like fine arts or, or dance even. I don't know. Maybe maybe it depends. I think it's getting a little bit more where they're getting more commercial. More, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, but I feel like music and fashion design maybe have a lot in common that way. Mm-hmm. Where like in order for it to function at all, it has to be like consumable. Yeah. Has to appeal to a broad audience. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's maybe like sort of, you know, the, the broad audience could can vary, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's like high fashion, like, you know, we all want to look at like Vogue. Yeah. You know, so I, right? but, um, but yeah, so I, I'm really interested in that. So now that, now that I like, we know kind of sort of what you're doing now. Let's go back. Okay. Um, and I'd love to talk about just kind of like what, what did creativity look like for you as like a young person or like even a child, like what was kind of the beginning of that spark for you? Wow. That's taken it far back. Um, I mean, honestly, I mean, my, my mom was a seamstress, so I kind of grew up just around making clothes and and that, so it just kind of was innate. And my, yeah. like my, my grandmother was a model. My mom was like a, a child actress for a while. Wow. And, and, and it, we just kind of, it just kind of was something that was in the blood, I yeah. guess. You were know? they, were, were the seamstresses in, so wait, your mom my, and? My mom was a seamstress. Um, my, my grandma was a fashion model. So she was, okay. you know, just embroiled in. Sure. You know. So was your mom <laughs> like a, a designer? Um, she was, but you know, just within like a small scope. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And where did you grow up? Um, I, well, so I was born, I have dual citizenship between here and California. So cool. <laughs> I was born basically in Southern California. Okay. And so I, you know, I grew up, you know, part of my life there and then part of my life here. So, okay. cool. yeah. So, um, and I think maybe I'm wondering because just like culturally, I think, like I didn't grow up in Utah either, but I mm-hmm. did grow up. I grew up in Mesa, Arizona, which oh, is okay. Ba- it's like it's basically Utah. Utah, yeah. um, <laughs> just hotter all the time. <laughs> yes, yes, hotter. Um, and I think maybe we have better food there. Yeah, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to go test that <laughs> yeah. out sometime. It's closer to Mexico, so I yeah. think there, there's a little, little, little bit more spice kind of gets into things. Um, but uh, but I feel like art is kind of fraught sometimes mm. in in like. Utah culture, I think. Um, yeah. And so I'm kind of, I was just wondering, you know, in your childhood. Um, so, you know, one of the reasons I want to ask about the beginning is I think people who aren't artists um, or who aren't professional artists mm-hmm. maybe have this idea that there's something kind of like special about artists. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Honestly, like every once in a while, I kind of go like, maybe there is something and then most of the time I just think like, we're just people who kind of like followed that thing mm-hmm. like a little farther. Um, but I, but I love the idea that, you know, maybe we start with kind of creativity and then it sort of narrows itself. You know, I think that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, I do think, I, I think I follow you um, on that. W- I think we limit ourselves sometimes. Yeah. And where I believe that people start thinking that maybe the creativity is not, um, it's not a practical road to go down (laughs) or that, um, you know, they start thinking I need to get serious about things. And when they get serious, you know, they're not necessarily thinking serious about art or 
like even a, a passion that they have or like as far as like this is something that I know I'm like I like if I draw um, this is something that I know I'm I'm good at but it's and I have a passion for it but this is not gonna sure like what do you think about that <laughs> I I mean I think it's sad actually I think it's really sad yeah I I really believe that people I mean because that's kind of in a way how I live my life I'm very interested in in a hundred and one different things and yeah. I just kind of follow whatever I'm interested in at that point, you know? (laughs) Me too. Well, I, so one of the reasons that I, that I, you know, like to start at the beginning, like, like I said, I think I didn't Mm -hmm. say it well, but like when I was little, I don't think I, no one in my family is a musician. Mm -hmm. Um, but I love to draw and I love to kind of play pretend, you know, maybe in a slightly more (laughs) dramatic way than Mm -hmm. some kids do. Um, and I think that that creativity could have like it could have found any home just music happened to be the one that was kind of more convenient. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so I'm, so I, where I think sometimes people think like, Oh, you just have this talent, but I kind of think like, I wonder if that talent is just curiosity. I, yeah. So a lot of people, I'll get a lot of feedback, like, you know, this is such a talent that you have. And, and I, sometimes I'm like, no. It's kind of rude, I think. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I get a little offended. Yeah, like, I wasn't... Like, I mean, maybe I was born with some kind of part of this, but this is, like, I've cultivated this yeah. over years. And, and yeah, like, I mean, I've applied my brain to it, not just, like, it happened. And, yeah, and your muscles. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's, it's, it's muscle memory. Mm-hmm. It's so much practice. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but I do think... So, like, so there's that for sure. Mm-hmm. I think there are people who, like you know, maybe don't understand that when you see someone who's a, a professional artist, meaning, you know, someone who pays their bills with art, right. yeah. um, those people like number one, I, they're not like just especially talented. I think most of the time, if not all the time. Mm-hmm. And then when you have people who are those kind of special prodigy types of people, they often aren't professional artists either. No. What do you, you need think both. about, I mean, I guess when someone says that someone is talented, does it make it sound like it's easy? I think so. Or like, like it's a gift. Yeah, yeah it just know? happened. Like you just woke up and you could sing or you just woke up and you could. Totally. I, yeah. I totally feel that way. And I feel like, I feel like maybe part of the reason that people say that is because if they really understood mm-hmm. that it was something that you like, could do paid for yeah <laughs> that you like worked for mm-hmm. they would f- maybe feel bad that they didn't try maybe possibly or yeah. you know would have to kind of acknowledge somehow that like the thing you're doing is as valid as the thing they're doing they're doing yeah or something you know like but this whole idea of it being practical I kind of think like you know my my parents were not very supportive of me mm. being a musician mm-hmm. um And, uh, you know, some of the things that they maybe wanted me to do instead, I think like, was that practical? (laughs) Like in terms of actual dollars, like would, would have, would being a second grade teacher be better? Like, (laughs) I don't know, you know, but I think it's maybe just like, I don't know. It, it, I think there's this weird feeling that like being a professional artist, like somehow takes you out of like a trajectory that people are comfortable with Mm -hmm. or something. I think I mean, and especially with the industry itself, because it is so unpredictable in a way that, yeah, 
I mean, you can still be successful, but it's like, I guess maybe because talent can't be defined, like, especially like with fashion design or even music, like there are things that you can say, this is good and you know, it's good, Yeah. but yet it's like, but there's certain things that are good, but not everyone likes it. Oh, totally. I'm like paralyzed by that thought so (laughs) frequently, like, you know, and I think with fashion design and with music, there's this really fine line between like, you know, we all know we need to like push the boundary, Mm -hmm. but like if you push it too far, no, (laughs) it's like, and finding that like balance is, it is like heart wrenching. I think it definitely, especially like, I mean, I love avant-garde. I love weird and strange and bizarre things. And that is just not everyone's cup of tea. Totally. And so for me, I have to kind of like, again, like I have to be true to myself at the same time, there's like, you can't push it too far or people sure. are like you, like you're not talented or you're not good or, Well, that's you know. one of the reasons that I, so I like, I looked you up. We, we were talking like a couple of years ago yeah. uh, and I think, you know, I had, I was like doing too many projects and mm-hmm. I think you were also, we both were like doing a million things. Right. But it's hard I, to connect sometimes. <laughs> I love that avant-garde stuff too. And my music is that way. Uh-huh. Um, it's very niche. Um, but I, I love the stuff that you do. Like, oh, and, you. and I look around and I think like, why isn't there more of this? Like, <laughs> I want more of it. But I, so for me, like one of the, one of the things for me is I know that the art that like fires me up is always that stuff that's like a little bit weird or maybe mm-hmm. it like, it has like, like it, there's something about it that's like uncomfortable. Mm, like I, I, love, I love things that are like beautiful, mm-hmm. like in kind of a an everyday sense of that word. Yeah. But there's just like something like a little, a little off or yep. like a little I gotcha. creepy maybe uh-huh. or like just, but I love that with books and I love that with movies and I want it like everywhere I yeah. go. And for me, like some of that, I think some of how I've like structured my career is like, I also have kind of those like money making things that don't, I don't, I don't feel like they really take me away from like my, mm-hmm. my capital A art. Mm-hmm. Um, but more, I think they protect it. Like yeah. if I know that I'm going to be making money in this way, then I can afford for my art to be like as funky as I please. Right. Exactly. And like devil may care. Yeah. Like if no one likes it. Like whatever <laughs> I'm into it. There's a certain freedom to that where, where it's like, this is what, you know, I, I know I'm, I've got the bills taken care of or whatever. And so then you can just kind of expand and, and kind of go the way that your heart is driving you. So yeah. I feel fraught <clears throat> about it though, because I do also, you know, you want, I want people to like it. <laughs> do you, do you feel like tender about that piece? I, I do. Um, I think as I'm getting older or maybe just more embroiled in my own art that sometimes I'm like, I don't care. But then there's those moments where you wake up and you're like, I care. (laughs) Yeah, I do. For me, it's always, it's literally waking up. It's like literally (laughs) 3am. I go to bed and I'm like, I was so productive today. And then I wake up and I'm like, "Ah, no one likes what I'm doing. (laughs) There's like the, have you seen that artist list or whatever? And it's like, it's kind of like the process you go through and it says something like, this is okay. I'm okay. And then it's like, this is crap. I'm crap. Oh yeah. And it's like a constant cycle. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's one that's like kind of music specific. It's like a pie chart and it has like, you know, all these little things and like a huge section of it is like crippling (laughs) self-doubt. But I think I I wonder sometimes I was, so I, one of the other people I was talking to said something, um, he was like, 
Well, one thing that you and I have in common is we just don't care that much what people think. And I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, but we do, but I, don't I you? think I do. But I, <laughs> but I feel like for me, and again, I love talking about this because it's like, we've all ended up in this place, which is professional art, but, right. and I, I assume we have some things in common, but like, I know there's stuff that's different <laughs> and I'm, I'm like obsessed with it. I want to know all the stories, but I think for me, my childhood was really hard. I never felt like I kind of belonged. Mm. My mm -hmm. mom is like a narcissist and you know, I don't know. Did we grow up in the same house or something. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would love to talk about how those things like affect you. Mm -hmm. And I bet, oh man, cause I think for me, like art was something my mom couldn't understand at all. Right. And so I think I, I liked it partly because she couldn't touch it, mm. you know, mm -hmm. like she could touch it only as far as she could say, you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think when I have that thing that looks like I don't care what people think about me, it's more just like, I'm com like, I'm, that's just always been right. Like, I'm not comfortable there because I'm comfortable there. I'm comfortable there because it's just... It's just who you are. It's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, I mean, how did that play into your... Um, as far as like, you know, when I grew up or growing up, whatever you, I mean, feel is pertinent. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of, I was an odd child. That's for sure. Um, and you know, I mean, my mom was a narcissist, but she was also had bipolar disorder and, so um, hard. it, she was an amazing, talented person. And like I, I use the word talented, but she, she was a crafty and artistic type person. Mm. Um, Yet she never still, she could never still get me. She never got me. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that. That's really hard. Yeah. And then my dad is the same. He's very, he's very into art. And I mean, he's just got um, an old soul. He is like, I don't know how to describe him. He's like, if Santa Claus was real, like he's just great. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Um, but he was like so busy all the time because he was yeah. like providing for the family. Sure. So it was a, it was, and then I would, and I also like to say I'm an only child of eight because I have a large family, but I'm so far removed, like in age. Yeah. That Are they're you younger or older. I'm the old, I'm the youngest. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the youngest. And the, the siblings that are closest to me, like my closest sibling is nine years, my senior. Wow, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, my sisters were 20, you know, between 20 and 17 years older you than me. You were an only child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were an only child of like tired parents. Right. Maybe, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, um, I don't know, I guess there was like a lot of isolation there for me and a lot of like, it was, I had friends, but you know, it still was lonely in a way. Yeah. And I think my art or the way that I got creative was my way of just, yeah. you know, expressing myself or, um, not, or, or not being lonely, sure. if that makes sense. Oh yes. I, mean, I feel the same way. It's so sad that sometimes art just stems from so much pain, but <laughs> oh, like it always does. It's so crazy. And then, and then it's so fraught. So I have yeah. another, maybe this is like a leading question, but did you ever feel like you were trying to get your mom's attention with like doing the same like medium as her? Um, you know, to a certain degree, yes. I mean, I'm actually sometimes surprised that I went this road because I went so many, I mean, I've yeah. done like a you bazillion said you're things. You about everything, yeah. which is great. <laughs> um, but I do, I do sometimes find myself so surprised that I'm working in basically what she yeah. did. Oh man. And I'm like, 
how do I not be my mom? Yeah. <laughs> Are we all kind of always running away from that in a way? Well, I feel like I've done the, like every opposite choice mm-hmm. and I still yeah. like run up against that problem <laughs> where I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> like, did I just say that? <laughs> oh, totally. And then did I interrupt you? No, you? no. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I think, so I, I'm kind of it, the same and the opposite where I went into art because I felt like it was safe there because mm-hmm. my parents just were so like clueless about it. Right. I don't even think they knew that I was doing <laughs> as much as I was doing. Like it was invisible almost. Right. And, uh, and, and it was this escape for such a long time. And then, you know, I think I moved out of state for college and, you know, Mm -hmm. partly because I wanted to study like jazz and I needed to go out of state in order to even do that. Right. Um, But I wonder in retrospect if it was like, well, I've got to pick a major that can get me away, that can give me like an excuse to get away. Um, And then I just look at my life sometimes and I think like how many of these decisions are just like trying to avoid something (laughs) but then I also think like no I love Mm -hmm. I love my job right but it's so complicated but I it's almost like in retrospect I'm like how did I get here there's so many nuances right (laughs) I love it I love it okay so I have this list of questions sure um so so okay I want to talk when did you like tell me the story of like how you started like making money doing oh okay doing little art or big art um i mean i started actually doing kind of sort of big art i guess you could say um i mean i had been sewing my whole life and designing my own clothes like i said i was an odd child i i didn't like anything i had my own sense of style what was I, it? yeah what yeah did you love um i mean i i kind of and i hate to categorize but the best way to describe me was a gothic girl like but not like in your face screaming gothic sure. I was just like just like this weird like I mean, kind of on the fringes like I don't know um definitely avant-garde definitely dark and mysterious I loved anything like that I think maybe goth is kind of like a it's a place that like a young person knows is special yeah like I think I think it's like it it captures like a lot of curious people. Exactly. I And I think it's like, it describes like this, I don't know, like, I mean, I love tragic romance. I love sci-fi. Like, I mean, it just mm-hmm. kind of like encapsulates so many things yeah. that are kind of like fringe culture in a way, but not, Yeah. you know, I don't know Totally, that makes sense. But. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I never, oh man, I just like, I felt like I was like so confused as a young person about like, I was so torn between like trying to make my parents happy and mm, trying to mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, like be true to myself a little that right. I just, I just ended up in choir and I was like <laughs> very blonde and like, <laughs> I don't, the, I, I had some friends that were kind of like right. in the goth group mm-hmm. and I always felt like I wanted to be like more friends with those right. people, but that I was too, I was like, I know I'm too. I'm too something for you guys. <laughs> but in retrospect, like that's probably maybe where I belonged more in my heart. Possibly. Especially like if you weren't, if you didn't, if you feel like you were rejected by the rejected people, like are you even more rejected? Dude, like, I think like, about that so much now. I think like I wanted right? so badly to be like in the group with like the band kids yeah. and like the speech and debate kids. And mm-hmm. I was not, 
I was not experimental <laughs> enough. Um, but it wasn't right? because it wasn't in my soul. It's because I was like scared of like my family rejecting me mm. outright mm-hmm. um, instead of like subtly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think for me, it was like, it had something to do with, um, I wasn't, I wasn't experimental enough for those people either. But for me, it was more like I, I was still trying to find out how to express myself Yeah, because I, there was a, the core was in me, like, like, as you said, but, um, I wasn't trying to please anyone per se, especially because with my parents, um, and I love my dad to death, but and my mom is the one that I, you know, have the emotional struggles with for yeah. the most part. But um, there was a there was a point where I was just like, I don't even care. Like, I, you know, I didn't. It's like I love you, but I, I don't that's care. So brave. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't care what you think. Sure. But um, I'm at that point like now. Yeah, <laughs> which is good. So. It's good. I mean, as long as you get there, <laughs> you get there. But I think because I was so in a way lonely, I didn't, yeah. I was unable to express my intentions fully or mm. express who I was or. That's so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I still feel like that. I like trying to pick up the pieces of like, whatever that, like, I feel like when you're little, you get to be creative in like such a thrashy way. Right. And I feel like I didn't get it out of my system mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. even get it into my system or yeah. <laughs> something. And now I'm like, what's a way that I can do this and not like tor- torpedo my life? <laughs> like, how can I like experiment enough? Right. Um, okay. So you were, you, you, so we were, t- I had asked when you, how mm-hmm. you started making money and then mm-hmm. I was curious about yeah. things. Sorry. It's okay. No, That's it's not how you. conversations go. Good. Um, yeah. So, so I had been a dancer for a long time and a dance was like my thing. Um, and I loved it. And I started, and so I had been making my own clothes and then I started expressing myself through dance and making costumes. And, um, I guess it was, I was actually, it was, it wasn't until I was like 19 or 20 and, um, you know, eBay came out. It was the big thing back then. I I hate to date myself, but it it was, it was the big thing. And, um, all these people were on there and like, I would, and my husband at the time actually was working for them. And so, you know, of course we knew all about eBay and um, I would just would look at it and there's like tons of people that were selling like really cool things on there that they had made and they had created. And there was a whole sect of people that were doing really awesome. Like you would never find this in a store kind of a thing. And we, and I just was like, I can do that. Yeah. I was like, I, I can definitely do that. And That's I just awesome. started, I just started sewing whatever the heck came into my brain and selling it. And I mean, I had a, I had a really good following and That's awesome. yeah, it was great. So, okay, great. <laughs> so, okay. So you, you're, you're making a full living and you're, you're like, I wouldn't call it a full living. It was good. You're, you're paying, I just <laughs> yeah, mean like, like you're, you're making all your dollars. E- Yes. Doing. Yes. Sewing. <laughs> yeah. So, and how old were you? Um, when? I was, I was like, what, between 19 and 23, 24. So that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I think like, so I started making all of my dollars from music when I was 22. Mm-hmm. That's um, good. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like it could have been so easy for that to not happen, but I just had this idea in my mind, like, well, this is 
my job. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is just, this, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and I really think like for so many of us that are like full-time artists now, it's just like, well, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I just, I'm doing it. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. Um, so, so did, did, when, when did there, I think we've already talked about this enough that I can ask it's the okay. question this way. <laughs> when did there come the time that you kind of had to start thinking about maybe separating a little like the lowercase a and the capital A? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it was a little bit of life circumstance for me in that way. Um, I mean, I was selling on, on eBay and doing really great. And then my husband and I actually divorced. Okay. And so for me, I, this was, I mean, I was basically my marketer. I was my photographer. I was the, you know, I mean, basically everything was on my shoulders about it. So it was like, I was a business owner as well. So, um, and it was like, I think I got a little bit nervous at that point. And I went back into the regular job market, went back into schooling and I did some good things that I, I love to this day. Like, I mean, I, I, actually went to aviation school and I have my helicopter pilot's license. I read that on your bio. That's yeah. badass. And that's cool. Yeah. So that's when I got that and that was amazing. And like, and then I did um, yoga for a while. I worked as a event coordinator for a yoga guy for a while. So you're, you're like, you're walking the walk. Like you're curious and you're like, well, uh-huh, yeah, yes. No. I mean, that's seriously, really, that's cool. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like I'm flighty. I'm not, but no. it's just like, I just, there's so, life is so it's problem short. solving. I don't think, yeah. That doesn't sound flighty to me at yeah. all. That sounds curious and like it sounds like scrappy. Yeah, I mean, that's like- kind of that's kind of where I feel I excel. Like I'm, you, it's hard to take me down. It's yeah. hard to take me down. I'm that's, just gonna just do what I need to do. That's awesome. Um, so anyway, we we got divorced and that was rough and it was, I mean, a mess and hard. And then, um, you know, fast forward years later, I met my current husband. And he just asked me, you know, because he knew that I had done fashion design and I was still doing it here and there. Um, But he was like, if this is what you love, why aren't you doing it? And I was like, you're the smartest man ever. (laughs) And this is why I'm going to marry you because we weren't married at the time. But then I just I started just um, looking for opportunities to showcase my work. Yeah. Um, I found the the raw artists. Yeah. Um, They. I that I did my first runway show with them. Awesome. Um, which was was really great. That's when um, they had an amazing coordinator working with them, and so the show was just beyond beyond. And I just got this bug. Yeah. And I could when, not. So when was this? This was um what 2011 okay. something like cool. that. Yeah. And maybe just like yeah, tell more about what raw is. Um. So basically, it's. They were doing it when I did it, they were doing it every month. And it's just a conglomeration of where they pull artists in to do a big showcase. So they have photographers, um, you know, mixed media artists, painters, sculptors, basically any kind of art that you can think of musicians. Um, And they do one night where it's like you, you know, they sell tickets and people can come to to see like you have a booth basically and they can see your art. You can sell your art. Yeah. And then they had a runway show. They had musicians and they had like a couple of runway shows. So it was like we had hair and makeup artists that were showcased and then fashion designers that were showcased. It was actually really it was really a good time. That <laughs> like, sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was really good. I have one other friend from Dallas who has a raw award mm-hmm. like, from Dallas. Oh, cool. So I did. I when she got it, it was before I moved here, and and I 
didn't realize that it was like more places than just oh, yeah, Dallas. It's, it's all over. And, and then, and so if you like, yeah, for the, if you basically you do have to sell tickets, but it's like, if you sell 20 tickets, then you get to do a, a show like wherever in the world, they'll invite you to do a show wherever in the wow. world. And so that's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Um, so, you, so you did the, you did that. Uh-huh. And then what happened? And then, um, I mean, it just opened up a lot of doors for me. It's like connecting with, with photographers, connecting with models, connecting with, um, you know, people that were interested in what I did. And from there, sorry, That's um, um, from there, it just kind of like, I started doing collaborative photo shoots with yeah. people and just getting like super creative, like, you know, it was like, I have this great dress and this photographer is like, does things in my style and these, you know, makeup artists or hair people would contact me and yeah. be like, we want to work with you. And so we would just make this like, um, that's so cool. Incredible. Like, you know, we would just do a lot of photo shoots and just like whatever kind of like took our fancy, yeah. you know, That's and awesome. had fun with that. And then I got, um, and then what happened from there? And then oh, I got nominated for a raw award for designer of the year, um, the next, the following year. And then, um, yeah, I've just, I mean, I've done other shows around Utah, like art meets fashion and, cool. um, Provo Fashion Week when they were down there and then, you know, Utah Fashion Week that awesome. now they're up here. And, um, and then the shop that I currently work with just connected with me and they're just like, okay, great. Hey, we love your stuff and we love your work. And would you want to do this? And That's I'm like, so yes. cool that you're, <laughs> you're like, I don't know. I need a name for it. I'm, I've been calling it lowercase. Your yeah. lowercase art is like a, it comes out of your capital art. Exactly. That's pretty yeah. great. That's great. Um, so, so do you have any experiences or like thoughts about maybe like whether your kind of money making process ever like interferes with your like art art? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would love to hear. Your absolutely. About I it. mean, the thing is, is like, especially being in, in the culture that we're in Utah um, and I don't know. I mean, I, this might be prevalent other places because obviously people get married all the time, but, um, I mean, I'm constantly working. Yeah. Like I, in fact, like I'm in a wedding band, so yeah. I get it. <laughs> One of my lowercase right? A's is wedding band. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, we're talking between, and I'm not even, this is not an exaggeration between 16 and 20 hours a day, six days a week. Wow. And, and that's during busy season. And then during normal season, it's, you know, you know, between 12 and 16 hours, six wow. days a week. So yeah, wow. it does definitely interfere. Um, so I have to find those moments like when it's not busy season, which busy sure. season for us actually starts in March and goes until basically Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> so I only have like a few months of time yeah. where I'm not actually like just not like, even not even yeah, not sleeping and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I caught you at the right time mm, That's you great. did you did Good. that was awesome <laughs> um and so yeah and it's so but I find myself starting to itch for yeah. that for the capital a art if you will I know about that um and it's just like I mean there is a creative process in what I do every day 
but yet it's it's still boxed in in sure. a way because it's like no one's gonna want like this crazy avant-garde headpiece sure. for their wedding. Someone I mean, might, someone but might, but not like, your average uh, yeah. like. And I don't mean average, but not not your like regular person that's coming yeah. through the door. Not the not dot com yeah. person. <laughs> exactly. Sure. So um, so yeah, it does have an interfering property for sure. So I you know I think maybe. I have a, a theory that we all kind of have boundaries where that mm-hmm. we draw and maybe for some of us, it's kind of like within a day and you know, how do we make that balance within a day? And for yeah. me and, and I'm hearing for you, it's more like over the course of a 12 month period. It, exactly. Um, so those boundaries are drawn by, I mean, you don't draw them. They're drawn by like the wedding season. Mm-hmm. So do you like, how do you, how do you like make sure that you're like making the most of like the, the, the free months? Like, do you, I mean, is there stuff going on in your mind? Oh like, yeah. So tell, tell me about that. I mean, my mind, as far as creative is concerned, my mind is constantly going. It never, it never stops. And you're maybe drawing. Yeah. Like so yeah. In the free moments that. I draw or like, um, pull inspiration or, I mean, I get a lot of, I actually, it's kind of funny. I get a lot of my inspiration, um, for designs from music. I do the opposite yeah. thing. Like I'm always looking, I'm looking at Vogue and then I'm like, how do I make music that sounds, sounds like, like that? this? Yeah. yeah. Or movie like film too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm exactly the opposite in that regard. Like it's like, this inspires me to create this, you yeah. know, like this music, That's this cool. song. So, um, yeah. So I'm constantly drawing. I'm constantly thinking of things in my brain. I'm also constantly, again, with kind of like what we talked about before, where the framework, like I'm constantly learning more about my art yeah. in order to improve because it's like the more I improve with it, the more wide that Absolutely. creative process can be because yep. now I know how to do these things or I that thing. So yeah. So, um, on, on down days, I, I do experiment with other things. I do, I actually do paint and I'm starting to sculpt now, awesome. but, um, but yeah, so on those down days, I still create, I still do something creative, yeah. you know, like this is my job and it is creative and I love it. But on the down days, um, you know, it's, um, I still have to stay creative with other things, even just to keep those juices going. I think (laughs) I, I, I do similar things like, you know, I'm sorry, it's freezing. No, it's okay. okay? I'm okay. Yeah. I know I've got my fingers in my knee pit. Um, it's making fists. I know it's cold. Well, there's, there's two blankets on your chair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I have a question that's totally not related to business. It's just an art question. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Another thing that I sometimes think about is like, you know, musicians are, are thinking about often, I think in like an album where they're like, mm-hmm. they're looking for, and I would assume that like the fashion equivalent is like a line. A collection. Yeah. Uh-huh. A collection. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So like art, do you think that way? And if so, like, you know, I don't know, what are you kind of thinking about now? I mean, I would assume, I mean, not being a musician myself, but um, I would assume that you think of in terms of an album, but you have to start song you know, I do it the other way. Do like, you? Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I really will like, I'll think of like a concept, like something I want to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I, I'm, I just finished recording my second album. So That's it's not so... like I have like, you know, <laughs> decades of experience, but I, but I imagine I'll always do this this way, but I'll, I'll think of a concept that I, that I think has enough depth uh-huh. that I can ex- really explore it. Right. Um, and then I'll try to like, I'll try to write a song that's like specifically, 
you know, for each kind In of that facet. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, I think for me, it's a little, it, it ping pongs back and forth. So I think like I come up with a design and I really like that. And then I think, well, um, this is expressing this to me. Yeah. You know, like this is, this is what this design means to me. And, um, and then I think from there it comes out as, um, it just flushes itself out. And then it's like, and then you can kind of like slide sure pieces in that mean. So it's usually, there's usually like a cornerstone, like a, yeah. this is, this is what I really want to do. And then it kind of builds out from there, at least for in my process. Yeah. So would it be more like, and maybe this is not, maybe this is a bad question, but, uh, there's no bad questions, okay. <laughs> um, but would it be like, you have kind of like a concept and then maybe like you try to convey that concept with like different fabrics or different shapes, or would it be mm-hmm. more like you want to do like one type of shape with different colors or like maybe like, I don't know enough. I mean, to- yeah, no, I mean, I, I think generally in a collection you stay with some, you have some shape similarities, but you have to change it up. It's like, you can't, you can't have the same thing over and over. It becomes right. very boring and very static. So, um, so yeah, like with one shape, like if you come up with a per- particular shape, you can do it in different fabrics or different textures or different colors, but then you, you do have to kind of like flip it and do something completely yeah. different, but you do it in like either the same fabric or, or the same. Sure. So, so then it becomes cohesive. Um, yeah. cause that's a big deal. Like you can't just, I mean, if I, if I made a collection of just all the random things that go in my head, it would make no it sense would, to yeah, anyone. And, totally. it would, and it wouldn't convey any kind of concept whatsoever. That's why I think I have to start with a big <laughs> thing and go in because otherwise I feel like... Right? Just, yeah. I have like a failure to launch because I, <laughs> it could go any, you know, it could go anywhere. It can go anywhere. And and sometimes that's great to see where it can go and then maybe like store that away for something later. Yeah, but, totally. um, but yeah, you do have to you do have to kind of like use that as a, as a pattern, as a, as it were, um, to kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do this collection, but I'm going to have three pieces that look similar to this. And then I'm going to change up the shapes completely, but I'm going to keep it with this same fabric or these same colors. Yeah. And then you change that up completely. And usually you'll see like in a lot of collections, you'll see a number, a number of pieces that look similar and then all of a sudden it changes, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's cohesive. Some kind yeah. Of a thread. Yeah. That's uh-huh. awesome. Thread. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Little sewing pun. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about like business, like marketing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so do you like, how, or how do you think about like marketing the, the art? Yeah. So that one is the, that one is actually a rough, so a little hard. bit rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and mostly, I, I mean, I think mostly because it, I don't have the time for it. I'll just be yeah. honest. I don't have a lot of time for marketing the art. I wish I did. And, and that I think is like one of those things where it's like, if I really wanted to, to branch out in, in my, in my art, like make it a bigger thing, Yeah, I would need to like redirect and spend some more yeah. focused time doing that marketing. Um, but you know, it's, I mean, I mean, Utah's a little pond here, honestly, but people know each other and they talk. And so like, just by doing the shows that I've done and, um, and connecting with the people that I connect with, like the photographers and the, and the makeup artists, I find that that marketing sometimes will do itself. 
because yeah. people will let people know or like a photographer, like if we do a photo shoot, um, you know, it gets posted and people just kind of go crazy about it. And then they contact me and, yeah, you know, so I've, I've had a lot of luck with when I'm doing my art and I make it visible, it just kind of then follows yeah. that I get people connecting. Is it hard to make it visible? Um, it can be, I mean, obviously with social media and stuff like that, it's not as hard to make it visible as it was prior, sure. but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it can get lost in, I mean, there's a vast sea of yeah. <laughs> of things out there and I think it can get a little lost from time to time. Does it feel like vulnerable or like, is it ever like, is it ever like difficult? Oh, yeah, it can definitely be, definitely be vulnerable and difficult. Um, you know, I mean, one, cause I'm not, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not necessarily focused at that point. So it's like, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, um, well, we're expected to have like this whole secondary skill set. Right. It's exactly. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And it just, and it's, and like in order to keep it like fresh and new, it feels like it's almost like a whole nother job or a whole nother life or a whole nother, like yes. you, you have to like just constantly keep that up. And I, We'll tell you for one, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I don't, I'm not either. I'm trying, I'm trying, I kind of believe and maybe I'm young and maybe it's just kind of like optimism, but I, I believe there must be a way to like, I don't know, like kill two birds with like right. a stone that I know. feels right. Like <laughs> I, I just think that it must exist. And, and part of the reason I think that is because I feel like I notice the people who I think are marketing in a way that is not following the rules. Like mm -hmm. maybe I look at those people and I trust them or yeah, something yeah. Or, or, or feel safer. Um, but one thing that I struggle with and, and I'm, I'm only recently starting to like put words on this, but I think sometimes I feel like my identity is like in question somehow or mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like I need to prove that like, I'm like, I'm reflecting the art that I'm creating yes. as much as like it's reflecting me and, and that it needs to be this like performative thing. And like, I am a performer, so like it should be easy, but it's like totally complicated. And I, and I get, does that make you feel like you're on stage like all the time or yes. Yeah. Or that if I'm not on, if I don't, if, if I'm you're not a normal on stage, person, <laughs> all, yeah. Like maybe if I'm not trying to be on stage all the time, it means that I don't really care Yeah, or it means that I'm not a real artist or I'm not like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's something and, and this, I think I, it does cross mediums, but it's almost like you have to like prove that you're like suffering or prove that you're yeah. like a real risk taker or <laughs> that your whole life is art. Your yeah. whole life is this like beautifully sculpted. You just sleep, breathe. It just exudes from you. Yeah, sometimes like, I feel like I have to pretend that that's true yeah. in order to like d deserve for anybody to look at the art that I'm making. Right. Which feels bad. Yeah. I remember taking this class. Um, I, I took this class once and it was so funny because it was, I was taking it during busy season. So it was just an insane, you know, time to be doing it. But um, it was a fashion, it was a fashion design class. And 
I mean, I'm in yoga pants and flip flops and I have no makeup on because I'm working. Yeah. Like, I'm working. How dare and, you? Yeah. And I'm with all these, like, I mean, younger, you know, younger people in the class and they're all dressed to the nines and look yeah. amazing. And they were talking about, like, you know, presenting yourself as your brand. And it's like, yes, that's true. But this is what a working fashion designer yeah. looks like. Like, oh, I man. have no time for any of that. Like, <laughs> I feel that way so hard. Or like, you know, when I'm, perf- even when I am performing and I'm going to be on stage performing, uh-huh. I also have to load in all the equipment. And like, mm-hmm. I can't do that in sequence. Right. You know, like I, or heels, <laughs> like, or like, my hair doing anything other than like maybe one or two things. Mm -hmm. And then I have to really decide, like, I don't know. It's so complicated. Like that first impression is important. And if the first impression is like, I'm wearing Nikes and (laughs) it's not even like a sexy brand. And yeah, you know, my pants are from target. Like, (laughs) I, I don't know. Or just, or like, this is like, a bad one but like sometimes I feel like if I if it's clear that I make money yeah I'm I'm not a real artist you're not a real artist yeah yeah Yeah. like I need to be suffering somehow or like I don't know man is that funny because you you have to have like a gazillion followers but yet not look like you're making any money yes it's so bizarre (laughs) like why aren't we talking about that I mean, I'm talking about it. Right? I'm having a podcast about it, which is awesome um, because I feel like it's something that's like so dirty yeah. about our business. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you're making money, you're automatically a sellout. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and like, I've seen this so often. Like, so like I said, I haven't made a non-music dollar and I mean, I guess it's only been eight years for me, but I mean, that's still fantastic, but it's been all the years, pretty much all the years that I've been an adult. Right. Um, so I feel, feel good about that. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and my husband has a PhD now, but, um, but he didn't, we, I put uh, uh, him through school, yeah, you know, uh-huh. and, um, and, and I wasn't making those dollars doing like real sexy music things, but yeah. they were music things. Right. Um, and now I'm at this point where like I have enough money saved that like I really can kind of devote some of that time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like I was I was supposed to pay for it some other way. Yeah. You know, or like <laughs> we still have to suffer for it, right? Yeah. Or the thing that I find so much is like I'll be talking to someone who's, you know, one of my students or or just, you know, another person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will, you know, maybe name someone else who's a musician who's in the business and they'll be like, oh, so-and-so is so successful. Like if only, and like, I uh-huh. just was at something with that person where they were like talking about how they're broke. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, like that person has like 10,000 followers, but like they're driving Lyft. Like yeah. they don't, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but no, uh-uh. but there's definitely a mismatch in between like financial success mm-hmm. and like this other, whatever it is, like stylized, like, popularity reputation success Success, yeah Mm -hmm. but they're both success like I think Mm -hmm. for a long time I tried to think like well those followers don't matter because like I'm making money and that will eventually like mean something Mm -hmm. and I'm just proving my determination like a different way right it doesn't work though it doesn't add up I was gonna say does that go back to then we still want people to approve of us I and we still like, are like, I do, no, I need, I need you to like what I do. <laughs> or just like to be seen. Like, yeah. I, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so much of it for me is like, and, and that's why I love this idea of like masks because, you know, 
you sometimes like the thing you see is the is the real thing. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes like the thing that's real is like you need a costume in order to get there. Right. And I feel like that sometimes like the thing that people look at and see is just like, I don't know, there's no way anybody would see me in like the Harmons and be like mm-hmm. in the grocery store and be like, Oh, that girl looks like an artist. Like <laughs> I got my Fitbit. Like there's nothing. I'm not, yeah, you know, like yeah. whatever. There's nothing artistic looking about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am an artist, exactly. you know, there's no like, so, and then, but then I think like if I dye my hair pink, sometimes I feel like maybe people are seeing me more how I feel. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just because it maybe gives that little question of like, right. Huh, maybe she, there's something, there's something interesting about this person. I don't know. It's so complicated. <laughs> I feel so weird about it. I know. Um, I mean, cause it's like, it's the same thing that I kind of brought up with the, the class, like for a collection. I mean, I am you know, I mean, I'm literally like up for days at a time and like yeah, almost none can hear it. it. Yeah. And, and, and people will be like, well, what did, did you make your outfit? And it's oh, like, oh yeah. no, I had no time. It's like, you know, the mechanic that has all the cars, like <laughs> you know, the broken down cars, it's, we have no time, Yeah, you know? So I guess it's like, I don't know. Part of me doesn't, want to put on that persona and part of me is just kind of like again like that attitude that I had with my mom like I don't even care you know like I don't even care but I do wonder if that like plays a part in the you know the success if that makes sense I think I think it does (laughs) but it I the thing that I keep thinking is it really just comes down to like where your values are like if I have to choose between having the reputation and having a million followers and not having any stability. Like mm-hmm. I pick stability. Me too. Like I'm even, sorry. <laughs> even if it means like no one listens to this art that like I think is real art. Like mm-hmm. it, it is my soul laid bare. It's experimental. Yeah. If anyone took the time to look at it, they'd be like, yeah, this is art. Right. And it's not like teeny bopper art. Like it's like, it's doing stuff. Yeah. But if people can't see that because they're looking at it like through me mm-hmm. and I'm too like normal looking. The not experimental. <laughs> I think it's still art. You know, yeah. I, I would rather have people like not be able to see the art because like I'm in front of it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know. That's how I feel right now today. Um, (laughs) But it could change because we're artists. (laughs) Yeah. Then to have people look at me and be like, she's really artsy. But to, but to know that like, I'm not actually working in art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but it's maybe kind of, I mean, I guess I would, I would prefer to actually be working in it. Like just, as my day in and my day out, I guess I would prefer to just work because that's what I'm passionate about. And I would love to, and I just want, I want a passionate life. I want, yeah. um, and I guess, I mean, I'd like to say it doesn't matter what other people think, but it does. Yet at the same time on my day to day, like basis, like if I were to just like pick all the things I could be doing, it, it all, it always ends up when I'm excited and jazzed, it always has something to do with art. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I have to live with. Yeah. And you know, these people aren't living my life per se. So it's like, I need to come, I need to get up and I need to do what's in my heart regardless. Totally. And, um, I do like the stability of it and not necessarily the popularity of it. Yeah. 
I mean, both would be nice, but yeah. <laughs> let's just be real. I mean, they would be nice. Like, but... <laughs> if, I, I, yeah. And I don't think that that, I don't think that means like anything. Of course you want the thing that like you feel so proud of mm-hmm. to be something that like other people see. Well, and I feel like if it's a communication, like if, if art is really driven by trying to communicate something, you want someone to listen. Yeah. And that's, oh, totally. the, that's the idea is like, and that, and when people turn around and listen, you feel like you, like it's valid, like you had something valid to say or something valid to, to show, yes. you know, from your inner core. Well, or even just, you know, if you know <laughs> that you consume art, you're consuming music and you're consuming film and you're consuming literature and all the things, mm-hmm. um, and when you are consuming that art, you are really savoring it. Uh huh. Yeah. You just want someone to like. You want to. You want to give that to out. Mm-hmm. You know. You you want someone to kind of like consume what you're doing with the same care. Yeah. Yeah. That you know that you're making it and that you're also consuming. Mm-hmm. Like when you read something or like there's a song and it's just like, I just need to share this with a bunch of people or, you know, like, or like my dress or like, it's like, I've got this like creative idea and I just want to, I just want to put it out there because I'm so excited about this. And I just, it's just something that I feel so um, incredible about that. I just want to give it almost. It's almost like you want to gift it to somebody. Absolutely. Which like, I think for <laughs> me is one reason why marketing is fraught because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to sell it. Like, I mean, I, I do, like I want to make money from it because it's time and like, it's hard to justify doing it if it's not at least paying for itself or. I mean, because the money, the money actually allows us to continue creating. Right. But sell is kind of like not the feeling that I feel like I want to be paid for it, but I don't want to sell Sell it. it. (laughs) Um, Because yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, you know, and this maybe sounds a little blah, but like it's my gift, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it, and it's not like, oh my gosh, my listening gift. to my music is, <laughs> is a, my, is a gift to no, you. No, no. But it's like, I have been like marinating in these ideas mm-hmm. and these chords and like whatever. And I have worked so hard to like put them in this package Yeah, and like, please see it and just. So it's not like it's a, it's a gift, like you think like, oh, this is just a gift. And I'm just like, you know, I'm it's, thinking of it like it's a Christmas gift like, that I gave to someone It's part of myself and yeah. I'm giving you part of myself because I care this much about it. Right. And like, like it's yeah. sharing more than like it's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, know quite what, quite how to phrase it, but. That's how it feels to me though. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is, I'm so excited to give this to you. Yeah. Like it feels to me like making a homemade gift for your mom when you're right. little. Right, right. Which, <laughs> it's problematic maybe that that's how it feels <laughs> maybe because there is like is it going to be accepted is it going to be rejected is it going to be like valued is it not going to be and valued it's rejected is it like- am i rejected yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if it's and if you don't like it do you can you love me right. though, anyway yeah Ooh, it's so tricky and you're like this is the part of me i can't necessarily just express so then you know this is how i did it and now you're telling me it's not good yeah, or, or like, like i need to express it some other way uh-huh. yeah like, I'm sorry. Like, this is how I know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to dress bohemian. I can't, I, like, it, I'm not tall enough anyway. Right? My boobs are too big. Oh, man. It's the worst. So the podcast is called Artifice. Okay. And I like this title because it's like art, but it's like. Yeah. Some of it is artifice. I think for all of us on purpose, not on purpose, by necessity, by the simple fact that maybe people misread. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other thoughts about like the way that maybe that 
plays into your experience with art? I mean, like the way people read me? Just like, is there anything about it that you feel is like twinged with like some sort of artifice? I mean, you know, aren't we all though? Like, I totally (laughs) think so, which is why... Like, I want to know, though, like, what's the story of it? I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, I mean, I I don't know if this like follows, but, um, you know, when someone asks you, like, how are you? Are they really, are are they really asking how you are? Or, and when you say, I'm fine, like, is it because they really want to know? Or are you really like expressing, like, I'm fine? Like, I feel like there's just artifice all the time. Oh, absolutely. Like, just even in regular, just... Even if you're best friends, you know, like that's just like the natural, how are you? I'm mm-hmm. fine. You yeah. know, it's just a natural go-to, it's a, it's a, but it's, it's a, a total, it's a total mask. Mm-hmm. You know, are they really asking, like, do they want you to go into this diatribe about how you're really feeling about things or are you really fine or is something really bothering you yeah. that you just don't want to bring up at the moment? Yeah. And so you just put this mask on or this, you know. Totally. Or like, know. this is kind of just occurring to me, but. So my dad, I'm not close with my dad either. Mm, mm. Um, he like was kind of like a classic enabler of oh, my mom's kind yeah. of narcissistic behavior. Yeah. But um, my mom died in February and, oh. and uh, she, she had brain cancer for two years and I was writing all of this music right. kind of at the same time. And she's in there, you know, like yeah. she's, she's in it. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's, it's clear enough to people who know me well that it's like that yeah, she's in there. <laughs> she's in the music. Yeah, like it's not. It's not very well camouflaged. If no, you know me. Really, in fact, one of the tracks is like just called "Mother." So oh, there you go. Um, but I, I was playing one of the songs for my dad last time he was here. You know, kind of like begrudgingly. Like mm-hmm. he's not really careful with it um, always. But I played him this song, and this the song is uh, it's real angry. And my dad was like, "Was that healing for you to write that?" Mm. And I was like, no, like, I'm not this angry. Like I yeah. harnessed like all the anger that I had to like tell this story. Uh-huh. Like this is a story. It's a four minute song. Like, no, that wasn't healing. Like I was in a better mood before I wrote it <laughs> than I was like during and after. Right. You know, like it wrecked me to write right. this. It's like I had to delve deep and like, <laughs> yeah. And like, is that like, is that artificial? Like, or, I mean, cause I know that that's my, one of my first album came out. There were a couple of like people that were like, oh, you have so much pain. And I'm like, well, yeah, but so does everybody. And right? no, like I'm very functional and like, I'm pretty like fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, but I think like some, sometimes it's even just that, like the artifice is just, do you correct people when they're like, wow. Or like one of the songs, of my first album is called secret. And it's like, oh, it's inspired by desperate house by desperate housewives binge. Like, Oh yeah, but it, but it kind but I had a couple of people be like, I'm dying to know like what's what the that secret. Was about. Yeah, and I'm like nothing. I just like, like really? was snowed in in Texas because they don't know how to deal with snow, and I watched three seasons of Desperate Housewives in like two days. <laughs> that's it. I think that's amazing. There's nothing yeah. sexy going on. I don't know any secrets. Right. Like my life is so boring, <laughs> you know. So is the artifice like letting that? Like for me, I think sometimes it's letting that stick. Or on the flip side. Yeah, like, I guess, like, is that, is that the question, like, you know, are you trying to play up that there is actually a secret or are you just being like, no, there isn't? Yeah, and then <laughs> like, on the other hand, like, I think there are people who probably, I know there are people who think I'm, like, really inartistic. Uh-huh. And, and like, I could let those people know, like, there's <laughs> stuff going on with me right? that you would blow your mind, you know? I, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. But, like, but like I, I know I have, like, stuff going on in my soul. Right. 
I guess I think like I was talking to my husband about this the other day, like, especially when it comes to the fact that, I mean, one of my, we, we all write these stories about ourselves and most of the time they're absolute crap. They're lies. They're complete lies we tell about ourselves. But yeah. one of them is like, for me anyway, is, and that's why I work so hard at what I do is because like, I have this story that I, I have to, that I'm not worth something and that I have to be valuable. And, and part of my being valuable is making the money yeah, and um, I have that one too. And working Thanks, so hard. Yeah, I know. Right. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, and so like, I, I was like, I keep working so hard. And I said, I'm trying to prove something. Yeah. And I'm like, am I trying to prove it to myself because of like ideas that I have about these lies that I have about myself? Like, you know what, you know, when moms say, yeah, you know, you're not going to be lazy or like, you know, my, my mom basically quit life when she was 45. She like, didn't even get out of bed. Like she, she mm-hmm. quit life. And so like, I'm, you know, am I keeping busy because I'm trying to prove that I will never be in that situation mm. or I'll, I'm never going to be like a non-contributor to yeah. like my yeah. own, you know, my own life yes. and success. And so I'm like, am I trying to prove that to my partner trying to prove that to Am I trying to prove yeah. that to myself? Because like, at w- and at what point does that proof become like, okay, this is enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I work my butt off. Yeah, you did and it. <laughs> here I am. And yeah. and and I, you know, and I've I finally arrived. Yeah. Or does this or is this something that we keep going to that we keep running from in perpetuity, yeah. you know? I think like the simple fact that you're having that conversation with yourself is like that's the artist. You know what I mean? Like it's so relatable right? to like some of us and so many people would just be like what? Uh, yeah. Like what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, and a big part is art is like, is self-reflection, like going inward and being like, okay, why am I doing this? Or what is this about? You it's know, definitely and, like that for me, like yeah. see me, understand me, please. <laughs> right? I, I, there's something in like the communication breakdown that like, I can't just say it. So like, right? can, can you see it this way or you know, can I show some layers? Like, can I show like an anger or can I show like, you know, whatever stuff that like, it's not going to come out probably mm-hmm. like, and I don't think that's because I'm like inhibited. It's yeah. just like, it's not productive, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, but like, but I don't know. I, I, I just could talk about it all day. I'm, I was going to say like with that, I mean, and then with the artifice part of it, it's like, if we're trying to prove something, you know, like, what's the artifice? Is it the artifice that is the lie that we've perpetuated about ourselves and that we're trying to like prove we're not that lie? Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Totally. But it's everything. Yeah. And then it's like trying to prove like the thing that really is true. And then like, if you're trying to prove it, like, is it like, it's just, (laughs) it's messy in like the most gorgeous, interesting way. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I'm I'm obsessed with it. Like I want to, I want to know what everyone's versions of that are. I know. I'm so interested in people and like, I don't know that just, and what drives them and what drives me and like, well, I assume that like pretty much anyone who's a professional artist has got stuff going on. Mm. Uh, there's something like, and it, and it's not that I think we're all tortured or something. No. I just think there's something that's like, there's just like a story in there that I wish we could talk about, but talk about like the banality of it in addition to like the, I don't know, like the gorgeous, like mm-hmm. drama of all of it. I feel like there are, there are podcasts and there are like 
platforms and avenues where people are talking about the creation. Yeah. But they're maybe not talking about like the the things about it that are just like so lame. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Cause I know that we have that. I know that we all have them. Uh-huh. Um, I've yeah. talked to enough artists that I'm like, yeah, our lives are like maybe more interesting than people think, but also way less. less. Like yeah. it just depends. <laughs> I, it depends on what the thing is. Okay. So I think like, I think I just maybe have like two more questions. Okay. Um, is there anything that you, and, and you, I don't, you don't have to answer this. You can, if you want, is there anything that you like in this kind of idea of like <clears throat> masks and trying to explain and trying to communicate is there anything that you feel that you kind of continue to bump up against that you wish you could just say like, listen, it's this. Um, and it's like, like, that's like maybe the kind of thing where like, if there is a thing you're like, yes, it's this. Yeah. And if not, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I went for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, bumping up against, I mean, I, I think I get in my own way all the time. You know, if that's what, if that's where you're sure. kind of going. If there's like a theme, like a thing or yeah. a theme that you're kind of always like this again. I mean, I think it is that. I think it's just like I'm proving myself, like proving that I'm an artist, proving that I'm worth it, proving that, um, you know, I've got something special in me and I'm not saying it's special more than someone else because, yeah. but just like, but unique. there's something unique yeah. and, and, and proving that I'm, like, I mean, for me, it's like all these pictures in my head that I want to create and like make real. And it doesn't always come out the way it's in my head mm-hmm. or the way I want it. And so then I feel like I'm not necessarily capable mm-hmm. of creating the way I see it in my mm-hmm. head. And then that's like, that's the miscommunication because it's like, oh, if you could only see what's in my head, like it's freaking fabulous. But yeah. you know, like, but then when it comes into real life, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm, I won't say I'm lacking skill, but it's like, for some reason, it's like, you know, like, I don't know, like Japanime, like the hair is all beautiful all the time. And yeah. it's like, why can't hair look like that all the time? Or something like, you know, where it's like, okay, it's in my head and this is amazing. And then when it comes into real life, it's like, what do I need to do now to make it more like the picture yeah. in my head? And that's kind of, I'm always, and, and I guess it's always like striving for this perfection or striving for this like higher level of like, okay, this was good, but it wasn't as good as what it was in my head. And now I want to, and I, and next time I want to do it even better. Yeah. Does that? Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like you're, you're, we're always kind of raising the bar on ourselves in a way. Yeah. Because it's never quite exactly. Yes. You know, the art is happens here, you know, in your, in your brain or in your heart, but it's like, then getting that out, like, yeah, there's something that gets lost in translation in totally. a way. <laughs> I think I have an integration breakdown. Like I can put the art on the album, uh-huh. um, but I, I have a hard time like packaging it in a way that does it like the justice that I want it to have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It's like, I, like, I can't quite get like the things around it. Right. Cause I mean, maybe it's different, you know, digital media, like, you know, if I'm putting sound waves like on a, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a sonic interface, like I can keep tweaking that yeah. until it's like pretty much what I want it to be. But like, I really struggle like with the, with kind of the packaging. Yeah. Which I okay. feel like is part of it yeah. too. Yeah. It's part of the project. Um, but that's kind of where I get like, 
And I think for me, it's like a bravery issue too, where it mm. kind of, it kind of gets into that like per- permission. Like, am I allowed? Can I pull this off? Um, so I think, I think for me, it's like, it's wrapped up in kind of like my identity. Yeah. Like, will this be received in the way that I want it to be? Even if people don't like it, like, will they at least see that I'm sincere yeah. or something? Or even if they don't like it, will they see that you have something to offer? Yeah. Like, I mean, sure. I don't expect everyone to like my clothing or like my collection or like what I'm into, but can they at least see the nugget of like, yeah, yes. I have something to give. I have something to offer. And then there's yeah. like a lot of work or time or like or, the Easter eggs yeah. that you put into yeah. your own stuff, like <laughs> the stuff that you're like, but did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you see this? Do you notice that thing I did? Like, I think that's brilliant, but yeah. Or at very least it like isn't obvious. Yeah. Like it at least is something that's like, oh huh. Like at least deserves like Yeah. Mm. Yes. So I have um, that. And then I also have just really quick, I'll be yeah. really quick, but I oh. also have like I have like um I have a big like aversion to labels and like yeah. categorizing things. But that's how people also communicate too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm like this gothic avant-garde person when my art, but yet I'm I'm more well known for my wedding at this point. Yeah. But it's like, and and people can't like marry the two. Yeah, I think that's like, what I'm trying like, to say too. Wait, what? What do you mean? You're like you do these like <clears throat> crazy evening wear dresses, but you're doing wedding like yeah. that's like the polar opposite. Totally. I think that's <laughs> like, the same thing I'm trying to say, which is like am I allowed? Like, will people give me permission or will they refuse to even look at the thing? Because Mm -hmm. they're like, this isn't what you do. Right. You teach singing lessons to little kids. Right. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." yeah. Yeah. And also I make this like really kind of like art pop weird stuff. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It doesn't make it less weird. Yeah. Because like my day job isn't weird. <laughs> well, and like the thing is that like with myself being interested in so many different things, like um, as far as, you know, I mean, people are just like, wait, wait a minute. You're like, you flew helicopters, but you now design dresses or, and it's like, yeah, like, and there's like another list of 30 things that don't yeah. connect with one another, but they connect because they're me. Right. You know, and it doesn't necessarily mm. connect because it's not, doesn't follow a category sure. that you. It's like a I weird in group, out group thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, but you're not enough of this to be this. Yeah. Like, but I'm not trying to. I didn't say I was, I just trying to be that all I did was just do this. Can you, can we, can we consider this without considering like all the context? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard. It's yeah. hard. Okay. Last question okay. is just what's your dream collaboration? And it can be like as vague or as specific as dramatic. What would be like, what's your dream project? Ooh, my dream project. Collaboration. Um, I mean, like I said, I, it, and <laughs> this doesn't sit, I'm not trying to pander here or whatever, but I love music. So I think my dream project would be like, um, a music video of yeah. like, or like styling a band or like, I don't, you know, specific like specific band. Um, can you think of some, uh, like, is there a dream band? I mean, I mean, well, I no. Okay. <laughs> or like a I genre. Mean, I mean, genre. Yeah. Like anything that's like alternative or, you know, gothic or, you know, cool. anything, anything along those lines. Um, 
I have like a, I have a, a, a wide variety of music tastes, but um, I would say alternative is definitely like my my lane most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I feel the same way. Like I don't really care in what way it's alternative. I just want it to be like yeah. saying something yeah. different or risky or something. And I like, um, you know, like kind of w- we were talking about the popularity thing. Like I, what's so sad to me is like I'm I find music and I find designers and I find that aren't necessarily known by people, but their stuff is just incredible. And mm-hmm. it's just like you don't need to be known to be incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. In and fact, sometimes it's the opposite way. <laughs> right. Not always, but no, not always. But, but for me, I'm like, I'm always finding these obscure bands that no one knows about, or I'm always finding these obscure artists that no one really like. And, yeah. and, and it's like, there's, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And so I guess like for me and, and like, I guess one of my obscure bands that I love or, you know, like something like that would be great to do or, um, yeah. Maybe just working with people who like have as much of that, like whatever it is as you have Mm -hmm. and like kind of that uncompromising, like we're doing this thing and we're going to just, we're going to make it how we want it. I think my dream collaboration is probably also like unspecific. Right. Like I want to, coll- I love multimedia uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I would want to collaborate with like people who maybe felt like me. Like I have a thing. I got right. this thing. Like let's put it all together and like, just, I don't know. I know. Like just finding, I guess like finding someone that's like a kindred in your art realm and then like just making beautiful things together. Yeah, that sounds fun. You're that right? sounds good. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yes, me too. Okay. Where can we find you on the interwebs and things? Oh goodness. Um, so on Instagram I have, um, it's at haunted head fashion and, um, yeah, that's pretty much it right now. Good talking that's, about the marketing thing Instagram being not is, my <laughs> I mean, Instagram is the place for yeah, f- for visual. So So Haunted Head Fashion is where you would go to find my stuff at Great. the moment. We will find it there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Artifice. Our music is by Jerem Hansen and artwork by Savannah Kiniston. If you'd like to recommend a professional artist for an interview on the podcast, please send me a note through my website, emvocals.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again. Have a great week.